Welcome to Working Matters. My name is Carl Edwards. Visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we are back week number three on a great series I'm having with my good friend and cohort at Bold Enterprises, George Rosas. Hi, George. Hello. How's it going? And we are looking at clutter, friend or foe. Some people seem to thrive when it just seems like an impossible mess around them, and others of us just cannot function if even one thing is out of place. Pretty funny. We're very diverse that way. Well, this week we're going to look at clutter in our tools, our technology tools um, specifically, that you know, there's just a lot of tools available to us right now, George. There is. You know, I was at a conference recently, and I took my laptop and I took an iPad. I feel like I saddled myself with too many choices. I couldn't just leave the hotel room in the morning to go to the conference. I had to decide what am I going to need today? You know, so this is a good topic for me because I, did you get one of those rolly carts? I've got so many (laughs) tools. I can't carry it anymore. Like an AV cart. Yeah. I almost needed one of those. (laughs) So this is a good conversation for me personally, because I, you know, I'm a techie kind of guy. I I like gadgets and I'm fascinated with them. And so this is a great, great conversation I'm looking forward to. As it, with the other topics we're discussing, I feel like I need a lot of help in this regard. Well, part of it, again, like social networks, is wonderful. It's really great to have new tools. It's great that some of them are getting smaller. It's great that some of them connect over the internet or over the telephone system. Um, it's great, but it's, it's so much greatness that our information, our options are everywhere, and it forms a form of clutter, what we're describing as clutter that's getting in our way. You know, Carl, I, sometimes I feel like we're in a golden age of computing mm. and, and we have so much technology available to us and it's all pretty affordable, right? We just had a new iPad introduced. Yeah. A lot of us already have an iPad, but we want the new one. Yeah, we, I, having <laughs> trouble using the singular. <laughs> I do, I you know, and I have I have an iPad already. I don't need another <laughs> iPad. They all do the same thing, right? The screen is much nicer. But I I find that this you know every introduction every year just seems to call my name. Well, why you know? So that's one of the reasons I'm I'm glad we're having this conversation is because let's say I do go out buy that new iPad and spend the five hundred bucks or whatever they they cost nowadays. What have I really done for myself other than give myself another gadget to set aside? Right, we live in a in an age where it's not enough to just have a laptop. Uh, nowadays, we're all expected to carry our smartphone, and now we're carrying a tablet. And sometimes I feel lost in the mix. For example, Carl, one one of the things that uh, happens to me is I write up a document on on the uh, iPad. For example, at yeah, a conference, yeah. right? I might take notes on the iPad. Well, now. When I get back to work, I, I now I have this dilemma of how do I get everything transferred over, right? So that's one of the issues that I'm having to deal with right now is the interaction between these devices. Sometimes I feel like it would have been just better to take my clunky laptop with me and type away at that. Yeah, so you give up some of the convenience of the tablet to have the simplicity of the content being on the laptop that you ultimately are going to want to use it on later. That's right, yeah. The idea of having that tablet is mesmerizing, but the reality of it is that maybe sometimes the other tool would have done a better job. There you go. For sake of conversation, there's roughly two kinds of people out there when we talk about all the technology tools that are available to us. There are those that there's a new thing out and it provides new options. So now things have gotten smaller and handier with so many of the 
computer tools being on our phones. And we don't want to miss out on that. We want to be a part of that process of it emerging and having that convenience and that mobility. But this group of people doesn't really yet have a use for it. It's, it's new to the world, and it's even more new to them. So to them, they just got another tool, another way to get on the Internet, another way to take notes, and another way to contact people. And it, they experience it as clutter because they're having to make choices like you were describing. Well, shall I do it here, or shall I do it on my tablet, or shall I do it on my laptop? Shall I wait till I do it on the main system at work, main desktop? And it complicates it. Where is everything? The other broad kind of person that's out there is the person who has all the uses, has so many uses, and um, the clutter is that they immediately use all these things because they immediately see how a smartphone is distinct from a tablet, which is distinct from a laptop. might blur for the first person, but for this person. And they have um, content everywhere, and the Things that are bookmarked on their phone are different than what's bookmarked on their tablet browser, which is different than what they got bookmarked on their laptop browser. And so there's a a different, so these high, quick adopters are experiencing a different sort of clutter by having so many tools available to them that they actually, you know, have to think, do I need to follow up on this on my phone or do I need to get back to my laptop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of that, you know, let's say you, I remember the first time I downloaded the Google Chrome browser because it seemed like a kind of a cool thing to check out. Right. So I I downloaded this, this new browser. First thing it asks, do you want to import your bookmarks? Sure. Of course I do. I, I, I'm used to visiting these websites regularly. Well, what have I just done by importing bookmarks? I have now, I have now created two separate lists of bookmarks, right? They don't sync the other way around. And um, I've created clutter for myself because as you know, I I like to have a low maintenance approach to everything. So now I've given myself more maintenance tasks because if I, you know, bookmark something on device one, well, it's not going to automatically show up on device two. Right. Exactly. And so that's a great issue because you've, you've given yourself something to do if you want that, Sinking. Now you got to go back and say, well, I better make sure I got it bookmarked over here too. Well, who's really going to do that? Nobody. Nobody. And um, I suppose you could switch entirely to using a service and forget browser bookmarking altogether. But again, you've, that's not how it develops. How it develops is how you described it. You've bookmarked certain things here. You want to use a new tool. In this, your example, a new browser, Chrome. So you import the bookmarks. You're not thinking. I am eventually going to have a large and complex series of websites and web pages I want to keep track of. I think at this time I will start a central place on the web somewhere and I'll shop between the different web bookmarking services that are out there and pick the best one. You know, that's not how it emerges. Ultimately, you might want to go through the work of switching there, but you know, that's not how it develops. So we get overwhelmed. Yeah. And I, you know, one of the things I'm, you know, really grateful for is this new sort of cloud mentality that has sort of pierced the tech world lately. And Uh one of the nice things about that is that, you know, things like bookmarks and documents are starting to be synchronized. So I use, for example, I use Dropbox a lot and that works with a lot of different devices and and I can synchronize. So I love anytime I can sync something that I'm, I'm happy with that. And that certainly makes my life easier, but not everything syncs. One thing I want for myself is to examine all of these gadgets that I own 
So I own a lot of them, Carl. <laughs> so tell me, what is a person looking for when they are want to think about this great contrast you just brought up, the difference between um, if they're importing something at one point of time and creating a possible organizational problem in the future, and what you're describing as what sort of functions synchronize and um, kind of keep each other updated. I mean, what are we looking for? Obviously, there's certain things that very explicitly um, in the setup ask you if, like, you're for your music, you know, they ask, do you want these synced all the time or not? But a lot of things don't. How do, how do we watch for that? It's difficult. Uh, there really like, is not an easy answer for that. And whenever something does not automatically synchronize, which is most of the things that we deal with, you know, something synchronized, for example, we, we can try with our email, we can try with our music. But honestly, we probably won't know until we play with it, right? How many times did someone say, oh, you got to check out this new app for my phone or for, for the iPad? Well, you download it, you play around with it, and you might find that it serves a purpose, right? So one thing I want to do is to examine what is the job that this is hired to do? Why did I download this? What it, What is it helping me with? And if it's serving a purpose, then I'm going to find a way to integrate it into my life, which may be more complicated mm. than it sounds. And part of it being experienced as complicated is that when things are new, there's a learning curve involved. So it feels complicated because we're doing things in a new way and trying to see if that will serve us better. But that's the kind of experimenting we need to do, isn't it? It is. But Carl, I have eight different apps on my phone that take pictures. So mm. when I need to snap a picture of something, well, it's not quite so easy anymore. I have to open it. I go into the photography folder I created on my phone, and I have to choose one. Right? Well, by that time, the moment's gone half the time. So, again, I need help with this. That's right. The child is no longer smiling. They're screaming bloody murder, and you don't want the picture. The balloon has left their hands. It's now <laughs> yeah. flying into the atmosphere. Exactly. So I just got a new smartphone, and I'm experiencing some of the early adjustments of how to track my email but it's keeping in the file folder for what I've responded to um, on the phone is different than what it's keeping track of on my laptop, the different email clients. So I've got two different tools, the phone and my laptop. I've got two different email clients, the one that's on my laptop and the one that's on the smartphone. They they're both have their own setups of how to get connected directly to the source and it gets confusing. And they don't know about each other. They don't know about each other. And, and I am not Mr. Technology like you are. So I can't find certain correspondences that, or I have to look in multiple places for how I responded to someone. And that's getting to, it's beginning to become a burden instead of this wonderful new thing that I can respond to someone right away when I'm away from my laptop on my phone has now become a burden of organizational clutter. Yeah, I'm thinking about you, Carl, looking for the reply that you sent to so-and-so, right? So you go into the sent folder on your laptop, look for it there, and, well, it's not there. Well, maybe it's on the phone, maybe it's there. I think we all experience that. I think we all, we all have these moments where we have to mentally memorize what we've been doing <laughs> on each of these gadgets, and it can be a pain, yeah. It's, it gets to be too much. We don't want our brain thinking about those things. We don't want it tracking all these things. We want to be able to do the task at hand and uh, be able to focus. So the, what we want to make sure comes out of this series is 
the kind of questions you're asking yourself or the kind of behaviors you're observing about what you're doing that can serve as clues that the clutter is working against you instead of for you that you can't you start you can't find things are you saying that, that you can't by, focus are you saying that by having eight phone apps for taking pictures carl that maybe i'm complicating my life only if you're continue <laughs> to miss these special moments that's your clue that is I clue. missed a moment because I ch- had to choose between eight apps. In another situation where you, time wasn't an option, if most of your photography was very intentional and very deliberate and very planned out, it's fantastic to have all those eight things because each gives you something. In one case, it's fantastic. In one case, it's not. So what you're trying to do is pay attention to if that the number of options is getting in the way more or if it's helping more. And then you you come up with what works for you. We don't have to recommend to everyone to have only two uh, camera apps. That's right. And, or on any of these things. So it's, again, watch for the clues where you start, where you can't focus anymore, where your productivity is starting to be shifted onto choosing between tools or reorganizing things or going back and looking for things. When you start watching observing that you're having to spend time doing these things, that's a clue that instead of the new tool helping you, it's starting to get in the way and some sort of adjustment, not a cancellation, not a crushing under your foot, just an adjustment in how you, which tools you use might be appropriate. That's very good advice. I will take it. I will take it. I'm going to, before our next show, we're going to look at your phone and see how many camera apps you still have seven (laughs) i need all of them but i'll delete most of them all right excellent well next week we're going to be looking at all the ways there are to communicate now so many ways to communicate and that's going to form its own sort of clutter that's going to be a great conversation until then visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com we want to be in conversation with you on the blog about these very things and we want it grounded in your story and your real issue what tools are serving you and where it starts getting in the way this is carl edwards working matters we will see you next week this podcast is a bold enterprises production